know that I want to talk about that. Okay, well, you're going to talk about it. Uh, well, let's talk about it. We're on. And we're back. Uh, we're talking about it. Uh, how's your wiener, Doug? Come hey, on, let's go right well, into it. let me tell you. Um, before it's well documented. It's been well documented. You've been on Facebook making videos about yeah. being on TRT. You're like Joe Rogan now. TRT? Joe Rogan Is takes that, that T- testosterone replacement therapy. Oh, see, bro. I didn't, my doctor didn't tell me about all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's Probably because you go to the Walmart doctor. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's my eye doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they're, they're having a hard time looking at my penis. I mean, yeah, you're not the only one. Hey, oh, no, Doc, I have a hard time seeing my wiener. It's, it's a, so uh, far away. You, Rub some jelly on it or something so I can. So that's what he gave you. Uh, uh, put some of this Kentucky jelly on some it. Some of this preservatives. <laughs> These uh, jalapeno <laughs> jelly is what it is. It's a little bit hot. Uh, uh, so you started taking this stuff, what, how long ago? Uh, it's been over a week. And it's a gel? You just rub it on your thigh? What do you no, do? I rub it on my, uh, <laughs> on, my <wing. laughs> on my shoulders, like your upper shoulders ah. and, and arms. But you have to be careful. Like, I can't be touching my kids with it or my girl. She can't touch it. You know, I can't. Because they'll get testosterone, they'll start hitting puberty at four uh, years old. Start running around with attitudes and hairy, hairy under armpits. Who needs a car, Dad? <laughs> right. Finish your juice box. Just start beating me up. Yeah. It's like, wait. And then she can't because she'll get a beard and go to the circus and leave me for the. Why would she stay with you if she could have all those, all those, all that circus meat? <laughs> um. So what was the? How long after starting? And you take it once a day. You take yeah, you apply it once a day on your shoulders. You let it, you know, just set it there all day. It's like it's just magically seeps into your body and the clear. It is adds, it clear? It's a clear. It's got very alcohol based. It's very strong, pungent, and it. And how do you know how much? If it's a gel, how do you know how much to give yourself? It's a pump. They give oh, you one pump, one squirt. But when I first started taking it, I was like one and a half. Uh huh. Squirt, squirt. Yeah, a little liberal. Trying to be like, I'm wanting yeah, to get this. You're gonna me. get down to the last half pump and right. just like ration it out, <laughs> right. rubbing it right into your eyes, like ah. Get it straight. Um, so what was the first day you noticed a difference? I honestly, I think I even talked to you the first day I did the first day into the second day I noticed, but I felt like almost it was, I was placebo, placebo effect, like something that it was just cause I was expecting it to work. I felt like my energy was higher, but I think it was just excitement for, and I starting to work out now. You know, it's like I've got all this motivation now. It's like almost like steroids. It's like I'm getting it. It's exactly what it is. Right. But I've been taking – honestly, now I know it's working because, like, I'm getting, like, more powerful erections, like, to where they're, like, throbbing. Like, they they want to just punch someone right in the mouth. Like, they want – it wants to. Okay, I'll be right out, Jackie. Cool. That was a close call. Yeah. So. <laughs> but anyway, you almost yeah. turned around too fast, knocked a bunch of stuff off yeah, the shelf. Yeah, this is definitely not something I would like to discuss. While customers are in here, there wasn't so, but I need to go grab this donation. So right. you were telling us about uh, going into day two. You were working out more, right? And I and just everything and like now, I think that had something to do with why I thought it was working so well. Um, but now I'm actually into the point where. I've been taking it for over a week. I know it's working for yeah. a fact now because there's some just been, like I said, like I'm getting strong erections, strong like bull erections. You know, that's Do you find yourself wanting to fight more? No, j- just the other anger. Half. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. None of that. I haven't, just, I haven't Less? experienced. Yeah, just because I feel so good. Like I feel good about myself, like better about myself because I've been working out and then that gives you extra added, you know, f- pheromones or whatever yeah but there's been this bird that's been trying to get into our house i swear to god it's been flying into our window for a week a, a robin huh. just into the window 
and I don't know if it's because of me or oh, because I'm putting off. You got that extra pheromones. <laughs> literally, there, there has been a bird done. I don't, I don't know if anybody can message into the show or call in one day and let us know what that what reasoning is that. Can you have any uh, that would like be reflection? I mean, medically speaking, I think it's called retarded bird. <laughs> Dumbass, <laughs> idiot bird. I think syndrome. after the first time it hit, it did brain damage dude i'm talking for a week straight is there a reflection of something off the window maybe but i mean you would think it would be doing it to the other windows too they're all not if it's the same one there's something that's like trying to it feels like it can fly into that yeah i don't really know it's but it's really weird maybe that's what he's trying to do get in i thought maybe he was like trying to mate with itself or seeing its Uh, reflection yeah maybe that is seeing another bird and it was like I'm going to get you, bird. I want you, man. You look something like me. You killed my father. <laughs> <laughs> look just but, like you. But now it's funny. Like the bird, and it, literally the bird's plumage is all whacked out. Oh, of shape, <laughs> it looks like been, a homeless bird. Oh, dude, it's been beating itself up. But anyway, I, I like I say, I've been noticing so much about just energy and I'm not tired. You know, not that, not that I was like lacking of a lot of energy or really tired or lethargic, but I compared to now. Yeah. 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 I mean, having 50 testosterone, dude, that is – or 11. Shit, what am I talking about 50? I was listening to – 11. I mean, 250 is low. I got an 11. That's cr- – did they test you multiple times? Just once. Just they once. just took my blood and then, made, you know, 11, dude. I, it's, like, ridiculous. I And was that just through a regular physical or did you go in for a hormone test? No, I went in to just talk to my doctor about – my lack of Why your wiener wasn't working? <laughs> and my wiener might be broken. You mind taking a look got, at it? You got them uh, paddles you can When you're done with my eyes. <laughs> when you're done looking at my eyeballs. Um, yeah, because I've been thinking about maybe doing it. So what I've been doing instead of that, which is very interesting, is I've been doing sort of like what I would consider the hippie route of trying to boost my testosterone. Now, I don't think I'm suffering from low testosterone, but I think I am definitely have lower testosterone than I once did. Of course. But there's a lot of things that, from what I understand, I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on television. Don't tell me you're going to say you use patchouli. No. No. Okay. No. Um, it's uh, dandelion essence. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Oh, uh, you about got the GTO. One, so the two things that I know that... And it's not really about low testosterone. It's just like, who doesn't want uh, more of it? Right. If you right. know what it's like to be in the right zone. So the things I've been taking are, um, well, I eat these Brazil nuts in the morning. It's the first thing I eat. I eat about four or five Brazil nuts, which are raw. They're not cooked in oil or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But that I feel like gives me enough energy. It's got selenium in it, which is supposed to keep your uh, body from eating muscle right. uh, when you're hungry. So I don't usually eat till about noon. But then the other thing I started taking recently is called DHEA, which is, um, a chemical in your body it's basically a building block for testosterone or estrogen depending on if you're a woman or mm-hmm. a man but both women and men start to lose it after 40 well i'm a little after 40 mm-hmm. so why not but the first thing that i noticed was waking up with uh, like after the second day uh and taking a very low dose i was waking up with like the door stopper not the pee boner yeah not the not not that whiskey wiener what is that, a garden hose? Looked like been left out in the sun for 10 it's years. dried and cracked. <laughs> Don't move it too quick, you'll break it. Hey, is that rust dripping out the tip? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You better get that looked at. 
So or take warm. that to the hose doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I got to see a gardener or something. <laughs> uh, McGill on the corner got hoses. Come on now. Um, all right, so you can tell. Now, is this something that you have to do from now on for the rest of your life? That's sort of my understanding with testosterone. I, I think, but I haven't gotten that far. We're just kind of, this is the test moment you know this is the kind of the just to see where we go from here if it raises i mean if your testosterone was an 11 your body stopped did you ever take steroids no never huh dude it's been like and i got a kid how'd i get a kid two years ago in there i mean well i don't think that has anything to do with your sperm count but it definitely has something to do with your like drive um i think it's got something to do with your sperm count. It probably has something to do with your ability to produce sperm, but I, I don't know exactly. I'm not a doctor, and I haven't played one on TV yet. But yeah. here's what I do know is that um, people that tend to start testosterone replacement therapy or things like that, same with steroids, that's why they cycle so that your body doesn't stop com- uh, making it completely. Because right. if your body's like, oh, you got these. Uh, Hello. How you doing today? We got 50% off everything in the store. Don't mind us. We're just doing, we're just talking. We're training Doug. He's getting a job at rallies next yeah, week. Going to, he needs to get proficient get, on the I headset. I thought it was Wendy's, man. I'm well, I mean, <laughs> Wendy's denied your application. I'm his business agent. Uh, I pushed hard for Wendy's, but rallies is all it wants you. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been here for 50 years going on. Places. I've heard so many stories about people coming in here as a kid and their grandma taking them in here, their mom. It's been like, it's uh, definitely a pretty nostalgic place. For sure. Yeah. We're still doing the same thing. Same thing. Proceeds go to the same place. All the good stuff. Just, just ran by a different group now. Used to be the county, used to be that lady that had her, her daughter that was disabled and she was in here with her and then and a couple other hands that went through and now it's me and my group of fellowship shippers. I don't know what we call ourselves. People. <laughs> Human beings. Humans. It's kind of rare. You don't find them every day. What, um, so when you're not here, you have somebody else in here? Well, I used to when Jason was here. Yeah. I used to have Jason here, but now he's doing something else. He got my so it's just 100% me now. That's why oh, so if you're not here, it's not over? No. Yeah, that's why the hours are kind of you know, whoppered a little bit because I have to see when her mom can watch the boys because she works her sure. RN job. She can't get away from it during the day. I mean, it's a, you know, she works for the county. So So then um, could you hire another employee? couldn't afford to hire anybody really? there's no not enough gen, not enough money coming Generating. i can barely ever get anything from you know for me when for what i'm due a week that's 200 yeah. a week and that's only if the other bills are paid yeah you don't get you know yeah but we've actually been doing all right because i put the hours on facebook and we're in a pretty good yeah location people for can traffic. try when you're open yeah, yeah. and then there's a bank next door you know that yeah. draws in people just and that draws people that have that's usually either has money or is going to get money you yeah. know there you go so they see a store and they're like well let's go in here and maybe see you should stand outside with some some stuff i got a lathe i got, got a hand got lathe this, got this scooper <laughs> you, you need a barometric clock don't you i still i still gonna do the spinner sign spinner whenever i think i this that's definitely something oh that's a whoopee cushion Man, you got stuff. That's a yeah. That's like the, our regular size whoopee cushions. Not enough for you, <laughs> right? 
What a <laughs> nine-minute whoopee cushion. Do you, do you find the 45 seconds of fart sounds <laughs> inadequate? I know I do. That's why I go with mighty whoopee cushion. That is a mighty whoopee cushion. I like that it's got the toxic biohazard gas mask right. on it, too. What does, does, it come, does it have a biological agent inside right. of is it, too? Is there some powder like in there? Only something? works once. <laughs> Minimum safe distance, two miles. <laughs> Please wear this mask if you're going to use this. It's made by ISIS. Oh, no, it's a 12-inch. 12-inch. Okay. I thought it said ISIS. By ISIS. <laughs> Um, doesn't have quite the same ring to it, does no, it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> By men. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, we went to the, um, we had school camp. I probably already told this story before, but we had uh, Brute by Fabergé. Mm-hmm. It was my first. It was like an aftershave, cologne. though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even the cologne. No, but but you would it, use it smelled as so good. Yeah, I mean, like... to a man, <laughs> it smells good. Right. But I could just imagine, because we were at this eco camp in Yellow Springs, where it's like, like, there's no waste. It's like a zero-waste camp. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, it, deodorant is not the norm. It would be like a all-natural, everyman jack kind of like crystal bar that you'd rub on. You know what I mean? It's right. very hippie. So, when we showed right. up to this dance that we were going to have on the last night of school camp or whatever, which was really cool that they even did that for us. Here comes like thirty boys, all smelling just like a bottle of brute, like, like a gang of brutes, really just stanking just up the whole. St- oh. Because I, I mean, at that age, I mean, probably not until I was in my mid twenties did I understand an appropriate yeah, amount. Yeah, you never taught that as a kid. You're just like, that's the one thing that I dads can't smell do. it, right? Even as I got older, like well, I didn't use cologne a lot, or you know, until like even in my thirties, and then. You'd get these, you know, them oils that you'd buy. Like mm-hmm. a dude would sell them at work, like five dollars, mm-hmm. and smell just like Dracar. Yeah, don't spray like, it on white clothes; it'll stain. Yeah, oil, and yeah. Th- I would like to put this oil on my skin, like thinking, okay, that's not like five or six swipes. Right. You go into the bar, and people, be like, Jesus, <laughs> who is that? I'd be like, Yeah, they keep standing close to me. Smell like it is. Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, I uh, I made that mistake one time. My buddy got this stuff for me. He was like, uh, Now this is. Very rare. It kind of smells like Dracar and Polo, and you can only get it at the Walgreens on Limestone in Springfield. <laughs> right. And I was like, that looks like somebody made it at their house. He's like, yeah. they probably did. They probably did, but they sell but it they at the sell Limestone. It on the of the <laughs> <laughs> at the, well, it's the only place, bro. Uh, and uh, and so you would, uh, I remember one time I put it on my neck, but then it got on my shirt, and it was like, blue in the bottle but i thought the glass was blue but the liquid was blue too and i think what it was was the liquid stained the glass blue so of course mm-hmm. it's going to stain my shirt oh, blue. oh yeah exactly. and it was like an expensive shirt which didn't matter at the time because if i wore white before i was 40 it was like a one-time thing you know what i mean like oh, i got this nice white shirt i'll wear it once and then I'll, and then I'll, let's eat spaghetti everybody <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> it's always like, who wants to roll down the hill <laughs> I always wondered why, how they made money. The dudes that sell them under the table, like them five dollar. Do you ever see them? Yeah, oil the bo- glass, the, the glass little bottles probably they cost last, a dollar, and they last forever. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I they, kept it in my car, and you would stink up the car, but it smelled better than pizza. One right, one tab, dab is all you need. I learned that, like I said, yeah. I did five swipes. <laughs> You're rubbing it like a roller. I'm roll, like, I'm like, roll on under your armpit. It's like this can't be this. This can't last forever, can it? I still got bottles of that somewhere, like my. Just all kinds of different ones. This dude would sell them at work, man, and five bucks a piece, dude. I'd have like 20, 20 different bottles of different kind of 
and it would smell like it, but then it was like oil. I was like, man, I wonder if this oil is like going to give me mm-hmm. cancer yeah, or something. Yeah. What is this you oil? You got mesothelioma, Doug. <laughs> Guess what? It's made from asbestos. But you're going to smell right. But it right. smells <laughs> asbestos <laughs> in the world. It's going to get <laughs> without making someone's nostrils burn off. Oh, I did the um, Moose Lodge in Beaver Creek last night. Oh, did, did you? Did a show there with Leslie Battle and uh, – it's a good one, dude. That new room they put in there. They Stan Dean and Wendy Ferguson Sweet. and Mike Etchen kind of opened up the show. Mike Etchen, I mean, all praise Mike Etchen for even putting on those shows, mm-hmm. but it was packed out. Oh, you dude. know, I felt yeah. I felt like I let him down a little bit, but uh, I did. You know, I swung did for the fences. Did you headline? Yeah, and I did forty minutes, but uh, and I even closed on knock knock. Uh-oh. I ain't done that. Well, I ain't done that one since the election. Oh, well, yeah. doggone you! Yeah, it went pretty well. Uh, it was a good show. Um, it was like a slow build. Wendy was the first one to really kind of get them, get in them, and right. I felt like I had them. And then I just kind of did a couple extra jokes that I don't normally do unless I'm closing a show. Mm-hmm. But I did a brand new joke. And it went over pretty well. Sandwiched it right in, like, the four spot. Okay. And right. uh, it's short. You know, I think it's better to start with it short, then kind of make it long, yeah. and then whittle it back down. That's exactly what I did Tuesday. Where we, oh, yeah, with the – okay, talk about Chris Kattan. Yeah, that, but I would, actually was part of the Andrew jail we're talking about. I, did, I actually did – I opened up with – just talking about that. I didn't oh, even really? have a bit. Oh, wow. I just actually was just like, yeah. That's so. the best way sometimes. And it went it went great, dude. I was like, I was like so if you ain't getting no wiggle in your teeth, I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> I was just up here just talking. But I knew I basically was going to talk about it being 11 when it's supposed to be 250 or 600. Yeah. And I'm like, I got an 11, which, you know, just, I don't even remember. It was no punchline whatsoever yeah. to it. But then I led that into me having a kid. Sure. For the, you know, and how you can, I just can't believe I had a kid, especially with my testosterone, you know. So it actually, it's something that I'm going to turn into a bit. So that's like the the way I would so the way I would approach that if it was me and it's not me. So I, I, when I steal it, I'll be like, "This is Doug. <laughs> this is <how laughs> this is my buddy I Doug." Take over. They'd be like, "Well, Doug, it looks like uh, you got a testosterone of 11 like, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> no, it goes to a thousand. <laughs> yeah. I like um, it. I understand. <laughs> So is that why my wiener broke? <laughs> is that why I can't jump start, kick start? Kick start my So then, uh, how was the show? How many people were there? There was probably, there was over 100. Um, and they were, you know, for a Tuesday, Tuesday. crowd, you're yeah. thinking they're not going to, but they had a lot of energy. They were really good. Um, Jamie Utley was on the show um, from, Louis, from yeah. Louisville. And, uh this lady, uh, I seen the lady, girl, woman, whatever, Becky Robinson, dude, she's hilarious. She's got like a, she travels with him, tours with Chris, and she's got a special, I guess, on Comedy Central. She's, she's funny, man. Mm. And what's crazy is she has a joke about testosterone because hers for a woman is high, huh? So she featured with that bit after. So it was like kind of a coincidence. And her and I were talking about it. I was like, how crazy is that? But it didn't affect her bit because mine was not even a joke and it right. just basically talked about it but yeah. she went into it from a different where she talks about like and she is hilarious man like anybody gets a chance to see her she's cool and then chris he was awesome man he was just the nicest guy yeah. sweetheart dude yeah he let me take a little selfie with him where he was like scrunchy face i was like yeah. just make it look like you don't want me to have this selfie with you and yeah, he yeah. just played it off and talked to us in the green room dude, i left he gave me a big hug dude and he was just nice as can be man i drove him around last year when he came it was like maybe two years ago yeah mm-hmm. it was two years ago it wasn't last summer um 
it was like one of the first gigs I got for the funny bone. Like they first they they gave me a bunch of dates, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Well, we're gonna you feel like driving Chris Kattan around." To, to, so we did Liberty, Dayton, and Toledo. Right. And uh, so we spent a lot of time together. Actually, we did the opposite Toledo. Did we do Columbus? I think we did Columbus too. Um, and then ended in Liberty. Right. And uh, I got so wasted that <laughs> night. Uh, and then what the mistake with him was? Or with your no, no, with me and Jay and um, oh yeah, imagine Jay was on the show. Oh Jesus! It was probably one of the best shows of the week too. Sure. But what I the mistake was is that I took um, ibuprofen. I took two ibuprofen after drinking all that, and then went to bed. And I don't know if you know this, but don't ever take ibuprofen when you've been drinking. Did not know that. It uh, it just wrecks. It just tears up your stomach. And so I didn't realize that. I thought I was just really sick. But I just couldn't stop throwing up, oh. and uh, and then I grabbed this mesh trash can, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like a uh, like I threw a lot of liquids was, to be going. It was like I threw up into a sprinkler. It was just oh. <laughs> went oh. out. It didn't look mesh, but the bottom was definitely mesh. Uh-huh. Uh, the sides were solid, and then um, but yeah, but it was from that, and I realized because I did it again, uh, and the same thing happened. And then the next time I thought I felt sick, I was like, how about I don't take so ibuprofen? So you were thinking that you were going to stop a hangover by taking ibuprofen before you go to bed. And like the second time, I wasn't even like – I just needed to get up early. Right. And I woke up puking, just like, rah. Like, what is going on with this? And so the next time I thought I was going to take I was like, no, let's not let's take see it. see what happens. And then. I was fine. Yeah. Then I took acetaminophen the next time, and I woke up feeling great. So that's so, your that's your that's my your new cure. Non-poison. Well, the one other thing I think that I found is a multivitamin or even just orange juice or vitamin C is the last thing you consume before mm. you go to bed for whatever reason. Um, it helps me wake up without a hangover. Uh, I I definitely have had some practice. In You've had some pushing, trial and error. Yeah, you yeah, know, trying <laughs> to see which works, which doesn't. <laughs> I found out don't take fentanyl when you wake up from a hangover. <laughs> it don't work. What is that? I forget. I'm <laughs> it's like super heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of it. I knew it was not a good choice. It's what killed Prince. Oh, okay. That's, I guess, the only reason why it came to my mind all of a sudden. That killed Prince? Really? Yeah, but it was like generic. He was getting it Did like... Did he mean to? Or no. He just got over no. OD'd him? Well, so what a lot of people probably don't realize is that uh, any popular form of any kind of medication is being bootlegged just like... Alcohol was bootlegged, just like, I mean, that's the one. So people are making it, and it's not coming from where yeah, the pharmacies it, are making people it home. is what they say it is, but it's probably not accurately dosed, and it might be contaminated with something else. Right. And so in that market, people tend to overdose. It's what's happening in the MDMA market right now is people are making the pills higher and higher doses. Now, if you buy pure MDMA, it just is what it is. It's pure MDMA. Right. But if you buy it in like a ecstasy tab that looks like a pink Tesla, uh, those are accurately dosed around 200 milligrams. But some of these guys are making fake Teslas, which is what they – it's just you can buy the press, and they'll make it 450. And they'll be like, oh, this is the new Tesla or whatever, just because it's like the cost difference isn't that much. If I ever decide to start doing all these drugs, I want you to be my coach because boy, uh, you I, know what's going on. I, you know I, I feel like s- I give a seminar every you time keep I me go. Alive, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a I'm a rare breed. But well, I won't be. By the way, that, not, any of Dougie ain't into that stuff. <laughs> well, I mean that's why I'm glad you're here doing the cash with me because that's probably all I t- end up talking about. It's not. It's more of like a, a harm reduction, right? 
is is how I came across most of the information that I have. But uh, but that's what I know to be true about fentanyl and other types of opiate pills. Xanax is probably the most um, copied. Mm-hmm. They make Xanax bars that look exactly like the prescription bars, but they're like pink or Dude, green. I remember years ago I took one of those pink things or whatever. It was a Xanax. I don't I don't get into pills. I never really have, but that was just one night I was just like out partying. Someone gave me. I was like, yeah, I'll try it. Dude, yeah. woke up with my face literally <laughs> flat, <laughs> flat on my carpet. Well, luckily, it was my carpet. I just like someone woke me up. I'm like, huh? And I'm like snorting in carpet dust, and I'm like dude never will i do that again yeah. like it was like i, I could have been just repeatedly <laughs> bludgeoned more than you were in areas <laughs> that i mean who knows I, luckily i wasn't like get sore. that chair leg let's see if, see if that'll fit out in there up. wait a minute you ain't getting up oh yeah so that's just i guess it's the main ingredient is called alzapram or something i don't know how to pronounce it alzapram or something like that but it's they, they caught a guy in like north carolina with four pounds of it in a storage shed with like three hundred thousand dollars in cash and a and a pill press, the Xanax pill press. Just making them. Just making them. And so with the God. dark web, with the dark web out there, it's like literally. That's a real thing. Yeah. It's not like something to scare little kids off no. the internet. Like I know, that. right? That's kind of what it seems like. But if you're on Reddit, you can find information. And that's when I just started using Reddit for uh, being a, a Bonavere fan. And then I was like, oh, well, let me see what some of these other subreddits are. And now it's like I feel like uh, I could do a 20-minute video every morning of new pill presses that I've never seen before just <laughs> off of Reddit. And they're getting them from the dark net or from their local suppliers or whatever. But it's like every day it's a new press. See, this is why they want to regulate the Internet right here. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not. And I don't blame them, but I would be upset because I don't want to pay for Internet. Or, I mean, I guess I do pay for Internet, but I don't want to pay what do they have to? They want to make you pay for more for it or for separate. So things? with this net neutrality thing, so what you'll end up seeing is like, um, you know, you'll bundle it with your cable or whatever, but it'll be um, the lowest package would be like email and and Google, and you can use uh, CNN, but right. you won't have access to. It's almost like. Almost like how you buy cable, cable packages right. with these many shows and this many channels, and then you get the extreme. Everything's unlocked. HBO, you can, yeah. you can get dark web series. Well, that's internet. the thing about the dark web is that it's sort of it, it exists. It's almost like the hell to what the clear web is heaven. You can't have one without the other. You know what I mean? It's like oh yeah, because it's well because it just got to be that way. It's gonna be well that the dark God web always is, was and always will be. The dark it, web is like. A hundred times, hundred million times bigger than the clear web. It's just way more vast. It's what banks use to send your credit card transactions back and forth to each other, which is where, like, if your if your debit card's ever been stolen, it was stolen off the dark web or from a machine. Right. But people are like, uh, I've had it happen. There's a there's a there's this uh, video on Vice where these kids are in their parents upstairs, like they're in the house with their parents or downstairs or whatever, and Vice is up there with a TV crew interviewing three teenagers with ski masks on about how they make ecstasy in their bedroom they just had like a pill press and the dude's cranking it up he's mixing these like powders and his like spills it on the carpet and tries to get it up out of the carpet he bought the press off the internet with a stolen credit card that he got off the dark web i mean he's in high school and i don't i don't i never understand how these like documentaries and these can do the, those kind of things like without 
because because it feels like they're, they're no it's a part of it's a part i took media law and so it's like investigative journalists are like the fourth branch of government they're immune to yeah because that's why like they can go they could be like <laughs> they can go to court and court can uh say you have to reveal your sources it's a matter of national security but those are like that goes all the way to the supreme court eventually mm -hmm. because they try to lock up journalists for not giving up their source information or whatever which is supposed to be protected by the constitution uh. from what i understand it is though one of those things where um in like that guy interviewed bin laden in a cave in afghanistan like a long time ago the government didn't know about it until after it was already done i didn't even know that but like it's like you would think that he would be considered a criminal or a criminal right. i'm sure they debriefed him afterwards right. but um does that mean pull his pants down and give him a spanking or what's that mean? i don't even know <laughs> no dude that is crazy but it's crazy like what would make these people want to do these i mean you not even though they know it's the law not to get would, what would make like these drug dealers or these people doing these things want to give that information and knowing that it's going to get out there that could hinder them from doing the things that they're doing like giving that's a very good question that's a very good question i, I think wondering. i have a glimpse into it after i watched that and after i've seen a couple other things the guy that invented he didn't invent the dark web but he invented silk road which was uh the ebay of drugs and contraband and stuff like that yeah um his name was ross ulbricht and he was like a super computer genius guy or whatever and he kept very detailed logs and journals about his exploits and creating it and it was very kind of, he talked about himself in a sort of a very grandiose, I mean, at least the way I, I've seen a couple specials on it and, and read enough about it. It seems like they paint him as being sort of like a, um, egomaniac, but had it pretty well in check through his journaling. Mm -hmm. But imagine that you were making a million dollars a week or maybe even a million dollars a day at times, um, through this giant corporation that you built and run anonymously with other uh, admins who are also anonymous mm -hmm. uh, and you're making all this money and so many people are getting things that they want to have access to without the dangers of having to go into a bad part of town or anything right. like that. I mean, it was just one of those things that he really changed the game and he can't take any credit for it. So it's like, I think there is something to um, anybody who's having a successful endeavor wanting to say, hey, look what I did. Right. Comedians get to do it by posting their videos right. on Facebook or so making it's, it's a joke a or something. Gratification. It's a self It's a natural instinct to want to be patted on the back for doing a good job. Right. And that's not that's like you're like, well, drug dealers know that that's wrong and it's against the law. It's like it doesn't to, alleviate that right. desire to be validated. Right. Showing that they're good at what they do. It's like these gangs and these different little things when they go inside and they show them that they're badasses and they yeah. They're in charge, and yeah. I, part I of the that part side. of the thrill of even being involved in a lot of that after a certain point, I think there's some people who have no stomach for it, and there's some people who have no stomach for a day job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like everybody's a little bit different. I think certain things could tickle your nerves. So, like, say you are used to working in the trap house and and chopping up drugs and you know you're used to just living in the street life and that's what you grew up with or whatever that same person might very well and they they might love it right but that same person might also love being a stockbroker or being on the stock floor or something like that where it's high mm -hmm. pressure uh, deals are being made everyone's you know right. it's like high pressure and and everything can go kaput at any second it's like there's a lot of different things that tickle the same nerve so before i did comedy i played soccer and that tickled the same nerve 
it wasn't as much about me, you mm-hmm. know, because I was on a team. Right. But when I played goalie, it was every bit as much of putting on a performance as right. I as I go on stage to put on sure, a performance. Sure, because you're by you're basically on your own little stage in front of the net. And it's also like you get so much critique for not doing a good you know what i mean it's like and you every now try. and again you just get to run and kick the shit out of the ball all or the way people. across the field <laughs> or, or people <laughs> that's really the best but part. then you also get get to get kicked in the face yourself you, yeah it's one of those things where it's like you're dealing with all the adulation of making a good save and all of the uh hate and disappointment from not making the save mm-hmm. and to be able to balance that, that's a rare type of person it's most people don't want any of that scrutiny you know, if it's going oh, well, yeah. they'll play goalie. But as soon sure. as they get scored on, they're like, oh, fuck this. I don't want to do yeah. this anymore. When you're, when, yeah, when everybody's mad at you for losing the game for it, yeah. Hey, I never lost any games. Not you, but I won every single I game never I've ever played. But you, <laughs> Even Monopoly. <laughs> so, the androgel is working, I think, is what we've discussed. It's killing, uh, yeah. It's killing it. You're not getting it from the dark web. Nope. That's straight so that's from the that. But I did see another thing where this guy was making testosterone in his kitchen. I would be afraid. Yeah, that, I would never even. That's like the, some people can't. Uh, they got on it um, through like a prescription, then lost their job and can't afford. Right. And so that's the thing. Once your body, once you start supplementing, your body stops making it, and there's no real coming back it's from. It's not that. like it was making a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. With that's why I asked if you were on steroids. Right. It's not, your your body was just like, yeah, he ain't gonna need He's it. He's good, man. Just pack up and get on out of here. Leave 11 of you dummies behind us to Your watch Your testosterone the said, 11, hold my beer. <laughs> said, we can go even lower. Yeah, so that would be the that would be the thing, though. Is like, so I started thinking about it in terms of the way I think of everything, which is what would happen if an apocalypse hit. You know what I mean? Like, what if I couldn't get my testosterone because, like, a Walking Dead type city where everyone's right. like, you got to stay inside for 90 days. Nobody can leave their house for 90 days. You're quarantined. You ain't got enough food. You're going to die. Right, you done. Um, and then I started thinking like ninety days. I'd be lucky to live ninety hours if shit went sideways. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I have enough stuff in my house, but I would just go crazy, not being able to do anything. The internet's down, t powers out, oh, toilets be... backing up. Be tough. Imagine. I mean, I've been in situations where there was a hurricane and we had no power for a week. Motherfuckers well, almost died. Being out on the river when Jay and oh, God. Tom, when we were out when there. When you for went those... deliverance Dude, <laughs> yeah, that was no bull crap, dude. That was like the closest I've ever come to like living. I mean, that's, you are in the wild, bro. Yeah, yeah. Now, you can every now and again find a, a bridge and then go into a small little country town where they probably better off being on the river by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. you doing here, boy? We don't take American cash here. back in that river. <laughs> we don't take Confederate cash. <laughs> So yeah, those those days were, whew, but they made a man out of me, man. I tell you, they made you. About time. About time. <laughs> it was the thirty-eight we did. I lost about, <laughs> lost about eight thousand testosterone on that trip. <laughs> probably, you probably got some river virus. I had to use it all yeah. while I was out there to survive. <laughs> to not get raped <laughs> by Tom Dustin. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that sounds like fun. No, yeah. no, let me change that. That yeah. sounds like funny. Yeah, that kind of a trip, but. The closest I'm willing to do for that is like what I'm going to be doing in June when I go to Bonnaroo. Where you're uh, kind of camping out. Yeah, with right. my car though, I'll be camping next to right. my car, so I could actually you're like still gonna get in my car. I'm still going to have a tent. Uh, you know, I'm going to have my I'm going to have my gear. Right. Um, but it's going to be that type of situation where like I'm used to like laying down in my bed right. when I go to sleep. A nice hot shower. A nice hot. Sh- they have showers. I don't know. It's going to be. 
I have to do like a constant reporting from there because it's going to be completely new. And it's also four days long. And I only really want to be there on one day. You're by yourself? You're going by yourself? Well, that's the thing. I do have somebody who who the original person I was supposed to go with when I bought the tickets was like, ah, I don't know, dog. I was like, dude, we, We've done I this. just told you yeah. I was going to buy the tickets if you want to go. And he was like, yeah, but now that it's close. Starting he's starting to get. He he said feet. he said if you still if you still want to do it, I want to do it. And I said okay, you're in. So I'm still not a hundred percent. I'm not going by myself. I'll take a stranger before I go by myself. Uh, <laughs> you I'll can't be just like, pick you ain't there. sleeping in my car. They'll already be there. You don't yeah, they probably. Yeah. Just well, go. here's the thing. The tickets are phenomenally expensive. So anybody that I take with me, I'm not asking them to pay for a ticket. I'm just asking for them to cover their own expenses while we're there. Right. And my expenses. No, sure. Right. No. Uh, the um. But uh, you know Henry, Henry Allen. Oh yeah, he's 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 cool. he's, he's who Henry. he's the pick right now. Okay, but I, he's so flaky, man. He's young. Yeah, I could see young, him. He's I, funny though, dude. He is. He's and a hell I have of a comic, dude. I have a good time hanging out with him. So, I love that um, dude, man. Yeah. he's cool. He's got yeah. a hot mom. Don't tell her I said that. I know, right? She's cute. She's a cutie. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we just did that show out in uh, with Jay, not too long ago. That was after a long. Where was that ride. in Perry's? Or, or, it was. Uh, I can't remember the hometown. It was near. Or. It was near Jackson. It was. Yeah. It was Perrysburg or something. No, Perrysburg is where Toledo's is. Yeah, not Oak Perry. Hill. That's not where he. That, that's not where he's from though. Maybe that's just where he did. Why did I say Perrysburg? Uh, Fort or Portsmouth. Yeah. That's where it is. Portsmouth. Yeah. Behind. Yeah. Yeah. That's where Henry's from. Right. Yes. But that's not where you guys. That's did not the where show. we did the show. Okay. Yeah, Henry. I guess is an auctioneer too. Really? Uh, <laughs> he did it one time. We, we were supposed to do a show, and they were going to auction off this stuff. And uh, and he was like, yeah, we just, the guy that's supposed to do the auctioning isn't here. He's not going to be here for another 15, 20 minutes, and we can't start the show until we auction off the stuff. And I was like, oh, well, Henry's an auctioneer. And he was like, <laughs> Jay was like, yeah, right, right. And I was like, no, he really is. Henry's like, yeah, no, that's what I – it's like what I do when I'm not doing comedy. And uh, he got There's up there. Money. He got up there, man, and he started yodeling and hoodling and was hollering. He getting it? Yeah, he's getting it, man. He was really getting I it. I feel awesome. like I could be good at that if I got some practice under uh, my belt. For sure, because 90% of the job is just doing it. Right. You know what I mean? And being like, and trying to create some excitement about mm-hmm. it. And uh, that's what the best ones do. And you definitely have the acumen of acting right. excited. That would be fun. I think, and there's a good money in it from what I've. I think you get a percentage of whatever sells. Yeah, you're the. So so you gotta sell hard, everybody. Get it going. Sell hard. (laughs) I just watched Walk Hard. uh, Well, Dewey Cox. Dewey Cox. (laughs) I've never seen that, but I've only seen bits and pieces of it. He is so good in that, and uh, Jenna Fisher from The Office. Which one is that, Pam? Yeah. Really, she's in that. Yeah, I didn't didn't realize that either. (laughs) There's ones where they're like getting ready to get it on. Dude, she pulls his pants off and just knees him in the nuts. Oh my! It's weird to see her in anything else. It is. Same with Cranston, but he was in that new movie, Quiet Place. I seen that. Me and my girl, me and Ashley went and seen that. Oh, don't tell me anything about it. I won't tell you anything about it, but I will tell you it is awesome. Is it? How it's, long is it? It's only an hour and a half. Oh, that's it's, terrible. It's perfect. It's the perfect amount. I like a seven-hour movie. You like seven and fifty. <laughs> I like to watch Godfather Part you One like and to Two. Watch at the stand same time. and every time. I'm reading that book by the way right now. Oh the my stand. god! So the testosterone helps you read? Helps. Well, they read to me because I get oh. the audio book. <laughs> I always like have like wonder if I'm allowed to tell people I read a book if it was read to me by a 
You can. Um, but I didn't actually read it. I was. It was like it was a story told to me by. My yeah, but if somebody's like, "Oh, Stephen King's It," and you say, "I listened to it." Yeah, it's just weird to be like, I had that book read to me audio. Yeah. So it's like too long. <laughs> just say you read it. I audible. get on Reddit and yeah. get on the dark web. Yeah, I think it, I think it counts. For me, what I've noticed is that when I listen to an audio book, I retain even less than when I'm reading it. And when I read it, I don't retain a lot anyway. So unless I'm really into the subject matter. And that goes with um, the audio, too. If I'm really into the subject matter, I'll pay attention to anything. But I mostly just podcast because I can tune in and out at my leisure. Right. My favorite new podcast is Your Mom's House with Tom Segura's. Is that a real one? Yeah, it's really it's really gross and funny at times. <laughs> He's awesome, dude. He's I seen his new stand-up special on. I went Netflix. and watched a little bit of him um, when he was in Columbus. And uh, I just went up to the bone, kind of played the wall. Every show sold out. I mean, he is really doing it. Yeah, man. Him and his wife. His wife is a yeah, she's comic, big too, time. Right? Yep, they did the podcast together. And they make such a good team. I can't even imagine uh, doing a podcast with a woman. No, I'm just kidding. I've had, I've had lots of women on the podcast. Um, well, that's all right. Yeah, well, I'll be here till five o'clock today. So you got a few hours if you want to take a break. It's all fifty percent off, every bit of it. I, I love that movie. The 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 tank tops are two. They'll be a dollar, and then regular shirts are four. They'll be two. And then uh, I don't know if you get into DVDs or not, but I just got a bunch of them in over there. Tons of them. They're half off also, all different prices depending on. Sometimes I put shiny things over there just to keep people in here to make sure get on the way. You know how like how like they do it at grocery stores when they put the candy where you're in the aisle waiting to go through. You know, <laughs> take care. Okay, so. With the with the belts, they're marked two dollars. Some they're all different. Oh, okay. I thought she was gonna pay fifty cents for that belt. No, it was marked two. Oh, okay. Marked dollar ninety nine. Oh, okay. I see what you done did there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't try to screw her over, man. I, I like the way you shit all over Goodwill, though. Right. That's you know, how my competition, just, just man. all over them. We got way better prices. Yeah, those sus- black suspenders over there. I was like, oh, I, I need a pair of these. I used to have some like this. Those are in good shape. They're, good. they're uh they're heavy duty, and that's what I got for my snowboard pants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized two years ago when I first started snowboarding again, uh, I had to have suspenders just to keep my pants up. Otherwise, they'd like I'd hit a jump and they'd fly down, and because uh, they were big on me. And right. this last year, they almost didn't fit me. So you, I put on some weight. Well, I had a couple injuries on my back before the winter started, so that kept me immobile for and i just hurt my back again a month ago and it's still barely getting back to right i uh backs are no nothing dude i'm going to physical therapy i'm doing these stretches and stuff and it's still like uh, i woke up this morning like ah ah. i go through stretches man i think i have a sciatic or sciatic whatever it is and there's something in my lower back man so i do some it's sciota sky like the river like the river (laughs) river running down my back Oh, uh, but I but then I'll just be fine. Like now, I've been the last couple of weeks since that testosterone since got, test in got in. I'll rub it right on my back. Oh, some or, or, or wherever it hurts, you just yeah, rub this on it. Right on it. Hurts on my penis. I'll, <laughs> I'll rub it on there. See if it can't 
I wonder if that's why it's been throbbing because you got it left over on your hands. Yeah, I've been down there <laughs> experimenting. Let's see if this works. Now, Doc, is it normal for me to grow hair on the tip of my wiener? It's kind of got a because, mohawk because it's parting on the side like a <laughs> like a fourteen year old boy. It's a very precarious. That would be wood. hilarious if just a completely hair covered ween. Like a, like it like. <laughs> Cousin It or whatever. Or Captain Caveman penis. <laughs> Just coming out of there with a with a big wooden club. Captain <laughs> Caveman. That was that's probably somebody's, dude. That's, that's old probably school. somebody's named their wiener Captain Caveman. I'm imagine. sure of it. That's old school right there. That's so old school. Back in the day. That was one of my favorite. My buddy used to like consider himself the Tasmanian devil. Because <laughs> he was so wild, not like in bed, but just right. in general, he was just wilding out. We called him McEnroe because he would because he would like flip out over a game of dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> There's that new movie coming out about McEnroe. Oh really? Mac- McEnroe versus Borg. That's a oh yeah Shia yeah. LaBeouf. Oh, is he really? Yeah. He's in, he plays McEnroe. He's a great actor. I guess he he's a head case though, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, how could you not be? Yeah, this and he started at such a young age being. And he already had problems. Yeah. Just can you imagine being that famous and going through that? I liked him the most in that tank movie with Brad Pitt. Uh, oh, and was he in that? Yeah. Uh, the that was a great movie. Fury. Fury. He was in that. Yeah. I guess so. It's him and the I've dude from it. Walking Dead. It's been Brad so long. Pitt, the yeah. me- the the Mexican dude from that movie Crash. Yeah. Uh, He's awesome. Uh, I like him. And then another dude. Oh, uh, the dude who was like the new guy. Yeah, who was so that? basically That's what I'm that. Of. So I watched that movie after reading The Hero's Journey, which is like basically a book that breaks down every movie or story ever told into like one essential format. It's basically like from love story to action adventure movie. They really? all basically follow the same plot development line, right? And arc. Uh, there's going to be a certain number of like uh ohs. Before you get to the possible resolution, right. and then there's going to be somebody that has to help the main character through that possible resolution, and there's going to be somebody that stops them or tries to so stop them from. Ju- it's like it's okay. just the hero's journey, regardless okay. of whatever it That's is. Cool. From the Matrix to like Sleepless in Seattle, really, pretty much follows the same kind of like. Against all odds. That's interesting. I wonder if that's on audiobook because I got like 14 credits left. <laughs> I no, did the I'm same thing. I wonder if I, I can been, get someone to I, read that to I me. I hadn't been downloading them for like a year, so I had all these extra credits at the end of the year, <laughs> right. and they last forever. So, How you doing today, sir? Oh, we're just in here making it happen. 50% off everything in the store. From CDs to DVDs and LEDs. Uh, okay. She's a regular. She's a regular. Okay. She's she, already seen the cups and the flamingo. She's okay. cool, man. Gotcha. She used to deal with Jason down here, and them two would always wrestle each other mentally. Just wrangling Jason, mess with you all the time. Oh, he's a <laughs> I know. He's a talker, buddy. Right, yeah. Right. I'm glad to know that my customer service. Yeah, is so yeah. Well. Jason, what's she doing coming over here a lot longer? Go to your job, right? God, Jason, he's wow. 
Some, some people just got to be right. Some of the stuff he says, dude, he is filter is on law off. Oh my goodness. Well, take care. I'm sorry to hear that. Mm. Is that oh yeah, that was what you were telling me about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Poor thing. Yeah. Um, they don't mess around. You better get that generic version. Right. <laughs> the wall. Oh, gosh. My goodness. Good luck. Yeah, I know how that goes. Take care, Nancy. What's that? Yeah, pretty much this time, 11, 11 to 5. That'll be pretty consistent for sure. All right, take care, hon. Oh, man, I hate to hear people going through pain with their dogs. But oh, no, it's, like, it's like somebody else is like, uh, yeah, no, the same thing happened to my grandmother. You know, it's like tumor on her leg had yeah. to lift her in and out of bed you know it's like but everybody's got their emotional attachment to their right. family or their pet or their see to me it's like she's doing what i did and i kept i held on to my dog too long when it was time for him to yeah to, you know, I, I i knew like in my heart that it was like he was not going to make it much longer but i didn't want to believe it and i wanted to believe he still had quality of life and then he ended up having a seizure and uh. had to dying in my arms basically so uh. it was like Horrible for him, horrible for me. Like I took him to get him groomed because I wanted to make him feel good and get him a bath and yeah. and he and all the stress from all the other dogs barking. To kill, it, he had a seizure and I, when I picked him up, he was seized and I had to pee. But uh. it was like horrible. But she's I think in that position where she needs to probably Let have him put down where she's trying to hold on. You know, like when someone says I can't lose that dog, that's selfish. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not trying to be mean because I did the same thing. Yeah, well, it's a living thing. It's not your possession. Right. You, so know, you are like, looking after him, but you're not. You, you should be looking after his well-being. Right. Too. And you know, I, I get it, dude. I'm not even. Yeah. No, I, I think I, she's I, a bad person at all because no. I did the same exact thing. Yeah. Like you. You just know you, from experience. You're selfish that you want. You don't want to lose your something that you've had for 15. I had a dog for 15 years. And I, you know, when I took him in, you know, when he when he's having a seizure, like we could bring him out of it and then like do some kind of. Maybe he might. I'm like, no, nah, yeah. man. Yeah. Let's let's let it go, dude. Yeah. He's dying right now. I'm holding this dog dying. Let's just uh, let's end the suffering. Yeah. Enough's you know, so enough. finally, at least you know, I didn't. Of course, and I also didn't have the thousand dollars they wanted. Oh God! <laughs> you have a hammer, <laughs> Jesus. Dude, I had to pay three hundred and fifty bucks to get him to put him down. It would have been a thousand, like to get him pull him out of the seizure and. What if I give you two fifty and you just stop looking after him? <laughs> hey, let him wander around the back here. See what happens. <laughs> Yeah, Jay loves to comment. Jay Jay likes to talk about it. Only yeah, he does. It. I didn't realize that. Though. I didn't know it went that deep. Oh, dude. Oh. I had a show that Saturday. It happened on a Tuesday, and we had a show at the Fountain Club on a Saturday. Yeah. And, you know, I was I was messed up. <laughs> like, I was – it hurt me, dude. Yeah. But I love – you know, Jay was kind of – you know, it's cool to have your friends yeah. kind of make Rib fun you. of you yeah. when you're going through something bad, especially your comedy friends. Certain yeah. friends, it can – you know, and I'm that type of person. Like my mom died, dude. I could the, at her funeral. I was joking, yeah. even though I was also devastated. So yeah. There's things that that humor can help, but 
that we had a show that Saturday, and I got so drunk, dude. They were just get, kept feeding me uh, tequila. Uh. And I was, like, falling into people. <laughs> I, I, I literally tackled some lady I think into I remember the this. pinball machine. I think I remember hearing Karen about Donnelly, this. Karen yeah, she's one of our first Karen. She was, I literally tackled her. And just, not even – I just <laughs> fell into her. And tack, like, she was the closest thing that I could grab before the pinball machine. And just – it was a mess. I threw up in John's car. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's why I knew about this. I, he like as soon as we got like to my house. Was like, that the end house. of your guys' friendship? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if not, it should have been. Because I mean, I you guys I, are still friends, but no, there was funny. a rough spot there. Was oh, that yeah, before, before or after the rough spot? No, that was after, I believe. I yeah. think so too. Yeah, we'd gotten over that at that point. But yeah, I barfed all in there. That's oh. so crazy. That car was barf. And I, I remember waking up in my apartment the next day in my room, like my, uh, my blinds like had a rip down where I obviously grabbed, grabbed it and it went all grab. the way down and just ripped. The That's how Sean T. Lynch gets from the second floor. Sometimes he just jumps across, <laughs> grabs a knife <laughs> into the curtain, <laughs> comes down. I've seen it in Goonies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. That's hilarious. But anyway, I don't know where I get the dead dog. Yeah, I guess her. Yeah, we like to. We like to. It's totally unrelated. We like to la- the land the show on some dead dog humor. <laughs> uh, so I just real quick I'll recap my weekend for you in um, Virginia Beach. Yeah, which too. was freaking amazing. Oh uh, yeah, I, that's my favorite club in the country, at least in my top two. Uh, I don't even know what one would be if it's not that one. Right. You know what I mean? I don't even know who second place is because it mm-hmm. actually might be at the top three. Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach, and then, like, another club right. that might be rotating. But the thing is, is it's just so diverse there. And Josh Blue was the headliner, and he brings a very diverse crowd and a very likable, nice group of people. Mm-hmm. And I sold out of my T-shirts. I brought 50 T-shirts, which I should have brought 100. But it's yeah. hard to travel with a lot of T-shirts. Yeah. And uh, I sold them all after the second show. I sold all but four 2XLs. And I'm not setting up with four 2XLs. I'm right. just not doing it. Uh, especially when, not when Josh is also setting up, just created this bottleneck. But right, um, Ew, that is great. I had on my Instagram below where it has a picture of me and Josh Blue or whatever, I, which I made, you know, at the mm-hmm. Virginia Funny Bone this week or whatever. Just a string of people commenting, so funny, can't wait to come back. So I've never right. had that happen before. Right. So I think there's something to giving them something mm-hmm. to comment on. You know what I mean? On Instagram. Yeah, because I only do that every once in a while I've where I'm like. I don't think I've ever posted anything on it. I got it, but I don't even – I need to. I know because I tag you in the stuff that we do together. I tag you in the podcast and stuff like that. But um, it's good for your Golf Clash videos. Really? Yeah. I mean, fantastic. What makes it it good for that? It's just that it's a platform for watching video content. So it's more of a video if you, picture. If you, yeah, if you put hashtag Golf Clash on it, people from Golf Clash will find it. They'll see it. It's yeah. not even – they don't even have to be your uh, – Well, what it will do is that – so, like, there's ways to use Instagram that where you just are looking at pictures of people that you know that they – you know, like friends of yours, the people mm-hmm. that you follow. Those are pictures that they took or things that they've posted. The other way is to search Instagram or see what other people are talking about. Okay. So if you if you have searched for Golf Clash yourself and seen what other kind of videos people are posting, okay. then that will show up in that feed there. Gotcha. And so that's like – that's the new way I use Instagram is that I feel like I've built up my the things that I'm into on Instagram now enough that when I search through there, I'm finding stuff that I'm interested in. It used to just be like a hodgepodge of pictures, but now I'm finding like – 
people that grow magic mushrooms, people that snowboard, people that right. snowboard while they're growing magic mushrooms. It's crazy. <laughs> snowboard and, on magic mushrooms. Yes. <laughs> Trip team family. Um, it is. Uh, it's awesome. It's been awesome. In fact, that's the the hashtag that got me to like where I, like I follow the hashtag Trip Team Family. So if anybody tags any post with Trip Team Family, mm-hmm. I see it, and that's what's given me. And it's mostly just like I didn't know this. But there's like a huge network of people that grow mushrooms all over the world. And they just trade spores and syringes back and forth because that's not illegal to send each other spores. It's like the actual. How you doing, sir? Pretty good, man. Cutting them down, I think, is when it becomes illegal. Um, But that's where I started. And I was just like, I can't believe these people are just this open with each other. And so then I just started following. I'm friends with these people. And I I don't really talk with them that much. but. Uh, it does make me feel much more connected to this app, which I was just sort of using selfishly. Right. And now I feel like I'm part of like a community. I might need to look. Yeah, I definitely need to check into it. Um, in fact, that's what I'm going to do when I get done with this is because um, I do tag the podcast on Instagram with Golf Clash. But I don't know what the Golf Clash community looks like on Instagram at all. So I think right. I want to start checking that out. Yeah. I've like one time me and this dude both chipped in from the rough from pretty far away mm-hmm. to tie the hole. Right. And uh, I was like, should I rec- – nah, I'm not, I can't record everything. I have no f- memory left on my phone. But I want, I'm just like always right. want to record the replays. I always watch them if they're good right. for me. Now you know that you can like screen record. You have to get an app for that? Yeah. It's called the DU Recorder. DU Recorder. When you do it, now that way you can record everything that you do. Whenever you do the replay, it just hurries up and sh- yeah. it doesn't show you actually your adjustments. Right. It just kind of does it and then it just replays the shot. So you can't actually see how sweet you were. Right. You So, But if you do the DU record, you can actually hear your audio as you're playing it. Too. Now, does that just record in real time and then delete and then you go back and look at it or do you have to start it and stop it? You start it and stop it just okay. like you will. Yeah, and then it'll, it'll get you can save it to your videos so you have to come out of golf flash to start the recording and then go back mm-hmm. in okay but it's super easy once yeah. you, i mean it's super simple just double tap your home button yeah switch it over just yeah. it's super simple you don't even have to now what i want to start like a lot of these guys do the live streaming of their games like i don't want to like copy what they're doing but i do think it could be something that i could oh no too. that's absolutely the future of what we're even doing right now right. it will be to live stream probably either the beginning or the end we'll play each other we'll get on there and do a tip of right. the week or something like that. And, yeah, and it's like something that like, but I want to I, I want to build my YouTube up. I'm really wanting to try to use like Golf Clash also as a platform to help me. Like, because people seem to like some of my videos. Like, I had someone tag me today. Like, where's Doug Morgan video? I yeah, wanna, so, you like, can download all your videos from Facebook that you've put on Facebook if you don't still have them on your phone or in your mm-hmm. cloud or something like that. But if you have those videos, it's just a matter of setting up your YouTube page and uploading the videos, which can take some time but um yeah we can totally make that happen what about this are there is there a way to edit like to bring those back to your phone to edit or to edit them on youtube like to cut there's a way to edit and clip them down in youtube i don't particularly like it i don't find it to be friendly especially not doing it from your phone i don't know if you can do it from your phone at all on youtube Uh, i imagine there's probably an app you can download to edit it but what i found for vi- editing videos, if you're not using that iMovie or something like that, mm-hmm. something native to your phone, it's if there's any kind of resolution, it takes forever. Dude, the iMovie, that's my favorite app, dude. I've never been so, I love it. Dude. Yeah. It's so fun, man. I've made so many videos with it. My computer went to shit a couple weeks ago after the update, the Windows 10 update, and it now it's just stuck in a boot loop where it won't start. And um, I had 
thousands of dollars of software on there and videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. Nothing I really needed because I was making regular backups. I had a feeling this was going to happen. Right. But losing the Adobe Creative Suite, which had Photoshop, Premiere for editing videos, After Effects for special effects, um, Sound Booth for editing the podcast. Right. So now I'm doing all of the editing on the podcast on a free software. Right. Take and care, sir. How you doing, gentlemen? Good. Pretty good. Pretty good today. Good, good. But if I could get my computer back online, I don't know that it would stay. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's just it was too old. I got it back when I went to college. In, like, I graduated in 2013, so I probably got it in 2010, so eight years old. Dude, I, mine's been kicking. I still got mine from it's about that. It's a Samsung. I've had that thing for – Laptop or desktop? Laptop. Yeah. My, I, for some reason, I feel like they're a little more tougher. But really what mine was was probably had too much pirated software on it and it was upsetting the update process yeah. for Windows because um, it was – every time I would try to get a Windows update, it would be like act like it didn't want to start up again and I'd have to just keep turning it off by hitting the power button and mm -hmm. it was a sad story. <laughs> but now I've got this laptop that's got a better processor, but now I need to get – I can't afford the Adobe Creative Suite on its own. It's like – $1,600 for the basic thing. That's or you can crazy. pay like $60 a month to have access to I'm just like, yeah. eh, I just bought Windows. I just got access to uh, so I could do my taxes. Uh -huh. <sighs> Took a big loss this last year, buddy. Well, once I put in the mileage, I was I was basically break even before I put in the mileage. Not break even. I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I only declared the taxes for my mileage from the time I bought my new car in June. Mm-hmm. To the end of the year, it was only like 20,000 miles. But I drove like 22,000 miles before I got that. So right. when I put it in with just the – since I got the car, it was like uh, break even basically because um, you get like 50 cents per mile, 53 cents per mile driven. Right. So uh, it was like all the money that I had made was offset by all the miles I had driven. And then I added in all the other miles I had driven. All right. Was there anything particular you're looking for today, fellas? All right, man. That's exactly what we're I'd doing say, here. a good place for it, buddy. That's yeah. all I do in here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. The um, Then I entered in the miles from the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. which is like another 25,000 miles, and I'm getting back like two Gs. <laughs> so it's like nice. because I took a huge loss. But it's not really a, a real loss because – I drove out to Washington State. I drove out to Arizona. I drove to North Dakota like twice. Right. Um, and almost yeah, dude, every time everywhere. I did that, I didn't pay for the gas. Steve Sabo did. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I am taking the depreciation on my car. Sure. But um, but it's like, once you get that, once you start recording those miles, once you start getting on the road like that, that those mileages is what keeps you from having to pay. I mean, there'll there'll come a time if I started if I was headlining, it wouldn't offset it. Because it's almost like twice as much money, and it wouldn't have offset that. Right. But um, but it would keep it in check. That's why I, cl I only I only claim seven dollars a day in food expense, and I think I could collect up to twenty. So I probably should make that more. But I mean, like, usually I'm only ever buying breakfast and lunch, and I don't spend much on breakfast. Right. Yeah, four Brazilian nuts is not that expensive. It's not that expensive, <laughs> and and like sometimes what I'll do is I'll go down to the breakfast if it's at a Hampton. Where you don't have to actually buy the breakfast, even though at Hilton's I get free breakfast because platinum member, no brag. But uh, <laughs> I grab a couple yogurts, you know, and just take them back up to the room, and then that way I'm not starving to death or whatever. Right. 
trying to do the no carb thing, which is hard because those hotel breakfasts are all bread. Like, oh, yeah. You want waffles or toast or, or a muffin? Glazed waffle toast. Or, or, <laughs> or this pastry that's just got a little pink spray paint in the middle. Ain't no fruit on it. Yeah. The essence of fruit. We put a cherry on it, then we pulled it off. <laughs> just <laughs> we wanted left to a touch little red it. spot. It's spotting. <laughs> essence of cream cheese and cherry. <laughs> Uh, but I just had a, such a great time in Virginia Beach. Uh, yeah, I, I I had a great time. I don't know if I've ever had that much fun in a weekend. And um, Did then, you hang out with Josh at all? Yeah, we hung out between shows. I've never seen somebody smoke that much weed. Dude, the whole time. The whole time we weren't on stage. If I was in the yeah. green room, he was like, you want to hit it? Yeah. And I was like, huh, I, you know I do. <laughs> and uh, out of an apple the entire time. Yeah. And he'd be like, it's clogged. Go ahead and hit, pierce it one more time. <laughs> And uh, we chilled and super gracious. He did kind of give me a knock because I was telling him I was working on some new stuff and trying to get rid of this hacky stuff. And he was like, that's what my advice would be. And it was almost <laughs> like, did you just call all my shit hacky? Like a left-handed. But no, it's just compared to what he's doing, I know right. I'm still in what I would consider to be like my freshman, maybe sophomore year version of my act mm-hmm. where I'm like doing an act and not really just talking about life like a stand-up does right sort of like um i don't know but you could see it in burt kreischer the way he used to do stand-up and the way he does it now it used to be much more of like he made it seem like it was all in the moment or whatever but it was the same act in every city right and um and then now it's like it's much more open to being that and he's not like framing it in this is like oh this is all happening right now i've never done this before which is kind of like the way he did it before which is like once you get an act like that, it's hard to deviate. Once you get like 20 minutes that works, it's like the incentive to change it is got to be you because it just starts to work better and better. And then apparently it stops working at all. But right now, I feel like I just figured out how to get this particular act, how to work for me. Right. And you have to do it so long to get it there. And it feels like, like that's what's hard when I do a lot of local stuff. You, you feel know. bad because you're like, I wish I had newer stuff for right. it. Right. And, like, that's why I've been trying to add, like, I add the stuff in about the testosterone. Yeah. And, honestly, these videos that I've been making have given me ideas and, and also directions to go with new um, comedy and just confidence. Confidence, man. I've noticed that, like, like Tuesday, like, I opened the show. I was MC, But I still just felt like I was in control. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I And as a Tuesday crowd, it's hard to come out yeah. to get – to start out a show. And I didn't go out there and kill it yeah. or anything. And it wasn't Look here. at my weaning. Right. I mean, but, it, you know, they could – I felt like they – They got it. They got it. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the trick of it. And I think also what you realize after doing those videos is that you don't have to have this massive script because when you are comedically minded, you just come up with it. I, ha- I walked into the Subaru dealership to get my oil changed mm-hmm. a couple days ago, and the guy – that was there is the guy that installed my remote start. And so we had to like talk a while mm-hmm. when, when it was happening over how much it was going to cost. He hooked it up. He hooked it up. Buyers airport, Subaru holler at a player. Mm-hmm. And um, so he told the lady when I was coming in that he was talking to at the time, Oh, this guy's a comedian. And so when I got there, she's like, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke. Then just like a, a older, not older, probably a couple years older than me, black lady or whatever, but like uh-huh. professional AF, you know, like had yeah. the suit, matching right. pants and leather jacket, you know what I mean? Like looked professional, like she was about to go be an attorney somewhere. And right. uh, and I was like, oh, man, like and I'm like tired, you know, it's like nine <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Right. Like, I was trying to be there first or whatever. 
And she, I was like, well, this is like the the number one thing that you're not supposed to do. It's like you don't ask, you know, prostitutes for a free sample. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm like being rude about it at first. And she's like, oh, well, well, what's your name then? And I was like, Adrian Cosby. And then she started looking around. I was like, you don't, you don't have a drink. You don't have to cover anything. And she was like, okay, well, at least you gave me a little taste. Right. And I was like, that's not my job to give you a taste of the Subaru dealership. But it was refreshing in that I always preach that to people in that like, like if you're going up at a show and they're like, I don't even know the Jonathan Craig. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about tonight. It's like, <laughs> I know what I'm going to talk about if I go into the bank. I know what I'm going to talk about if I go into the convenience store. If somebody hands me a microphone, I know what I'm going to talk about. And so it was like that was the situation where I actually had to like dig deep and remind myself of my own advice. And I don't necessarily think every comedian owes strangers a piece of their act. Right. But it is a uh, – if you took it as a challenge instead of an insult – to be funny whenever prompted, you know, because I think once I started doing comedy, before I started doing comedy, I would be inappropriate in places trying to be funny, mm-hmm. you know, and then once I started doing it, that fell away because I didn't need it. I had an outlet. Right. And so now I'm starting to find like the joy in bringing it out a little bit more because mm-hmm. some comedians are like dry as dirt oh, off stage. Yeah. A lot, a lot more than you would think. Yeah. You would think that if you're hilarious on stage, you'd be hilarious off stage. It really doesn't always. No, it's not. Out. It's like 50, 50. It's not yeah. even like some are 70%. Just on, or, yeah. Some are not like, you know, I get almost embarrassed now when people want to tell people. I'm, I remember being so ex- like when I first started, like, what do you do? Oh, I'm comic. <laughs> I do comedy. I'm stand up. So what do you do for comedy? <laughs> now I was going like, to say for fun. Well, now I'm like, I run a register at a thrift store and do a podcast. While trying we're, for this rallies job. <laughs> Trying to get ready for, but so that, yeah, now I'm almost like, not embarrassed. I mean, I am proud because I feel like I've, you know, come up. I used to play, I used to own a poker club and play poker for my living. And I was never, I've never been more proud to tell people I'm a comedian than anything I've ever done. But at that same time, it's like, you're right. Like in the first year or two, like when you first start doing comedy Mm -hmm. and you know, like, it's almost like, uh, uh, I don't even know what else there is where just by sheer sake of you attempting to do it, now you are one. Right. It's like maybe a prostitute or a stripper. Like, <laughs> if people have thrown money at you for taking off your clothes, I guess you could call yourself a stripper. Yeah. Um, But, like, now that I actually am a comedian, it doesn't have the same... It's almost like... And I get it, because I was talking to Tom Dustin and Joe List about this one time where it came up like a couple times in a day where I had divulged to strangers I was a comedian. And they're like, is that what you lead with? You're just going like, hi, I'm Adrian, I'm a comedian. And <laughs> then you start the conversation. I'm comedian there. Adrian Cosby. And it was just one of those weird situations where in that day I was talking about it, it was like I was talking to people where their question to me was, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And I didn't ever, and they were both like, I never, I avoided like the plague. If I can, I just say I'm a businessman or something. like. But it's like, to me, it's like, I don't, I don't feel obligated to talk to them once I've told them what I do, but it has led to some really good conversations. Whereas if I had just been like, I shovel dog poop. Right. Oh, well, I think the only thing I would be more proud of being than, uh, than a comedian would be like a professional snowboarder or skateboarder. Right. And I'm not nearly as good at those things as I am at comedy. And I'm not, that great at comedy what would i want to be proud of dancer yeah i could see you singer i was a uh, songwriting dancer. Well, i went with patrick swayze for dirty <laughs> dance and that's supposed to be my role that was gonna call it 
filthy dancing. <laughs> Whack nasty dancing. Just in your pants raw, getting wild and out. Party in your pants dance is what that's going to call Bad boys it. going wild <laughs> dancing. I haven't done a dance video in a while. Black so. meat is a white boy street <laughs> dance. <laughs> Let's Speaking end it there. Of. Jesus Christ, we got off the rails now. Uh, you got shows coming up, Doug? Uh, I do. Next week, April 25th at the Dayton Funny Bone. Wednesday with Jeremy Johnson, Ranson Carr, American Me Comedy. Jason Rogers coming from California, bringing California. it this way. And then headlining will be Jesse Nutt. So, uh, we're and don't we have a it. show together in Covington, Ohio coming up? Uh, we do, May 5th. May on 5th. Cinco de Mayo. It's a bit, yeah, that's going to be a... Is that a benefit or something? It's a benefit show for some, like, some missionary type stuff, some Christian work, I believe. I think it's going to be something like Clean that. comedy, I imagine? No, I, oh. from what, no, it's a... Uh, Let's get after it. All right. Well, following that May 5th in Covington, I will be at the Des Moines, Iowa Funny Bone, uh, 10th, 11th, and 12th. And uh, then I'll be at the Cross Keys Tavern uh, in Chillicothe, Ohio, on uh, Tuesday, uh, May 15th. Uh, That's all I got for the next couple weeks. I'm going to be taking it easy. It's uh, 420 today, so please celebrate responsibly. Do not eat the brownies. Repeat. (laughs) Do not eat the brownies. I've oh, seen this story. Shit. It never ends yes. well. Uh, unless you made the brownies, then you probably have some inkling of what you're getting yourself into. Uh, I'm going to go to a party tomorrow for my good friend Matt, who's moving to Boston uh, or Massachusetts somewhere. He doesn't want to leave. Uh, yeah. But all good things must come to an end, including this cast. Say bye, Doug. Goodbye. Thank you so much. Enjoy it. He looks at